Hello everyone and welcome to Sagab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of the book, Happy Life, Summarized Guide and Habits to Self-Development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries, such as but not limited to sports, investing and business, by identifying their mental and practical habits, routines and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate it to your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance, regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and the recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest is Ali Al-Mazrui, a mompreneur and owner of Little Haven Nursery, which is curated to provide an enriching environment for your children to grow, fair restaurant, and a partner in GoArnab, which offers delivery services to small medium enterprises, SMEs, in the UAE. She's a board member in Finance House and Insurance House and Abu Dhabi Businesswoman Council and Abu Dhabi School of Management. You can find Ali on Instagram at Ali al which is A-L-I-A, A-L-M-A-Z-R-O-U-E-I, with all the relevant businesses affiliated with her, such as the nursery, at Little Haven Nursery, L-I-T-T-L-E-H-A-V-E-N-N-U-R-S-E-R-Y, and Fair Restaurant, which is F-A-E-R-E-S-T-A-U-R-A-N-T, and Goarna, which is G-O-A-R-N-A-B. I would like to thank Alia for being part of this podcast, and without further ado, let's dive in. Alia, thank you for being here. And thank you for hosting me. You're welcome. So are you ready? Exactly, I'm ready. To start with, what could be three sources of information that you would like people to consume, such as books, channels? And I think something new I've done this year uh, as a challenge is listing things I want to do. And one of them is reading more books. So I'm challenging myself and reading 22 books in 2022. Mm-hmm. And the way I do it is having a book in the office and a book at home. And two books are completely different. Okay. The books I read that really inspired me was The Motivation Myth. And it's basically, you know, when you always, when you read something, you have to do this, you have to do this. And I always say, whatever you you believe in manifests in you. Mm-hmm. And this was a very insightful book. Another book I really loved was The Principles by Ray Dalio. And it's about someone who started and how they've achieved things and working in businesses. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's a very, very inspiring book for me. And I always refer back to that book always. And The Alchemist. Uh, oh, okay. Yes. That's, I don't know. I always go back to the same book from time to time. I read Paul Coelho when I was in school and I couldn't finish it. And I slept midway all the time. <laughs> I wasn't a not a, the not time. a good sign. <laughs> no, I wasn't a good reader. So okay. I think it was on me, not on him. Okay. Who is considered successful to you and why? You know, to me, success is measured differently. You know, at a young age, you measure success. I want to finish school. I want to get my university degree. And then you eventually grow and start working and, and at work, I, I, wanna, I want progress in my career, I want to achieve this. So I think at every age, success is completely different. And it's not the way you perceive success, the way you perceive success to yourself. I want to do this at this age, I want to achieve this at this age. And don't say I want to compare myself to others. Every person is completely different. This is my perception. 
That's very true. And let's say since you're a mompreneur and you have been into different ventures, logistics, FMBs, and other sectors as well, would you say, would you measure your success, let's say, for example, on a family level, I have to reach a certain thing, and then as well, reaching, let's say, on finances, a certain level, and then career on a certain level, all simultaneously. I mean, like, before, if I was a student, I would say, okay, I have to get an A grade, for example, maybe get a B, but then anyways, <laughs> you know, how would you, or would you consider these things simultaneously? I think... I would say it's the environment and culture and the person itself. And the environment person like was raised at. At a young age, my thing is I want to finish my high school. I want to graduate from university. But I never thought I wanted to work. Uh, graduated and then I told my dad I want to work. He was like, you have your degree? Find a job. And I really like the way he said it because it's not who, who you're affiliated with or who your parents are. It's who you are that would make you reach or challenge yourself to get what you wanted. And I remember I applied for a job, and within a week I got the job. Coincidence? I'm not sure. <laughs> and then came, you know, at that age, you know, someone, the girls have to get married, to have children. Alhamdulillah, I was blessed. I got married. I have two kids myself. And how could I be a good mom? That was the second thing I wanted to do. How can I get, give the best to my kids? Uh, Alhamdulillah, I'm so blessed with, with my kids, Alhamdulillah. During that time, and when I got married and I got pregnant, I realized I didn't want to work. I was like, I want to enjoy my motherhood. And it was a wrong choice, I think. But with this wrong choice, I started my first business in 2007, was just falafel. Hmm. And as a vegan, not, not vegan, I, I wasn't eating chicken meat at that time. And I think most of the business I've developed is from needs I wanted and never had so when I couldn't find what I want, I started. Hmm. And I think it's a good challenge to cha challenge yourself. On a career growth, I tend not to enjoy routine. I love jobs that are very challenging. Mm -hmm. And the minute I reach a point where I feel I can't give, I move to the next chapter and work. And I've seen this evolving on a personal level and a career level. So is there an advice you remind yourself with? Kindness. I always say kindness. I realized lately I've been doing something and I, I could see smiles on people's face, you know. If I go to valley parking or if I go to Akishio, just saying, hi, how are you? Mm. And it makes a huge difference. If last week I was at a cafe in the morning for work and this lady like walked and I was like, how was your day? She was like, I'm so tired. I was like, tired, are you okay? And she's like, you know, I, I work long hours, you know, and I, I want to get my license. You know, it's very hard to, with taxis in Dubai. And you know, just opening conversation, and then she she like to me, "Thank you for asking." And it's just a small gesture that makes a huge impact on a person. Hmm. So she, and and just take this as a habit. Just say, "How are you?" Well, what if a lot of people vented you then eventually? <laughs> oh, I have a lot of people who call me venting, and, and I'm used to it, honestly. <laughs> now you have started a couple of things, and you try to find your needs, and if you haven't found them, then you start based on these needs. Would you say that's what helps you in identifying your purpose or how is that connected to your purpose? When you say purpose, I differentiate in different ways. Okay. Sometimes you reach a point where you feel, is this the right thing I'm doing? Mm -hmm. Should I do it differently? Uh, I'll give you a big example. When I started the nursery, it took me a year and a half to be able to open a nursery. Mm -hmm. The cost I had to on me was like insane. I was like, 
I'm going to fail. I can't do this. You know, and why did I do this? But seeing what I have achieved today, it's been eight years yeah. and the reputation of the nursery. I'm so glad I did not give up. Mm. And it's normal on a person level on like if you want to open a business, there are challenges everywhere in life, by the way. Yeah. You can't say there's nothing for granted. You have to fight, not fight as, an, as a negative fight, but you know, you have to run after what you want. If you say, oh, why is this person doing this and, and I can't do it? Just focus on yourself. The purpose is yourself and the people around you that really mean a lot to you. Okay. You mentioned a couple of things. Would you by any chance affiliate, let's say, your business to a bigger purpose or to a bigger goal other than of just opening a nursery? I mean, how do you affiliate a certain business or a venture so that you keep going through it? For example, if a runner want to go, they, if they want to keep going, they would affiliate a certain, let's say, a bigger goal to the concept for them to keep going, to motivate themselves. So if I go back to the nursery, as you mentioned, the main purpose I opened the nursery is for working moms. Okay. So I, I used to work long hours. I couldn't find the nursery I wanted, the way I wanted, the curriculum, the facility. So although I opened it when my kids were older, but I opened when, when I had time to open the nursery. Okay. And that purpose is having the right environment for working moms to put their kids hmm. from the age of two months up to the age of four years. If I go back to Faye, Faye restaurant, I had no intention of opening Faye initially. And when Chef Khalid approached me as a uh, one of the youth, an Emirati chef, and he was like, I want, I want to partner with you. And I told him, let's see how it goes. You know, I had no intention. And then when he got the project, I was like, why can't I support youth in a very different way? Uh, mentorship and investment. Okay. And that is how Faye started. Okay. And I think uh, the Little Haven, Rest Little Haven Restaurant. No, Little Haven Little Nursery. Haven nursery. nursery, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so, things together. Yeah. Um, had its anniversary a couple of days back, yeah? Eight years. Eight years, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how self-talk and past experiences shape your perception? I always say when you fail, you learn. Okay. People tend not to talk about their failures. I talk about my failures. Because I learned and others would learn. And when something negative happens, I always say it happens for a purpose. Like when I have friends calling, this happened to me. I was like, you know what? Just say Alhamdulillah. Hmm. When something happens for you, it happens for a purpose. Stand up and find a way around it. We, we all go through our ups and downs. Life is not perfect. Hmm. But it's the way you perceive life. This is my perception. Okay. And since you said so the way you perceive life, what thoughts dominate your mind on life? <laughs> you said life is hard or life is easy. You manifest what you want. Okay. Honestly, you transition in life. Every age, every year is a transition of what you want to become. And alhamdulillah, being blessed and surrounded with amazing girls around me. I'm part of a group called Soul Brain Juice, where it's a community of girls that level up on different aspects. And I'm part, I've am part. i been part of this group less than a year. And honestly, it has changed me a lot in many ways. You know, sometimes culture, not, not, not culturally, you know, as, as a human being, you want the best of your career. You want to be the perfect mom. You know, you want to, you want to be perfect in everything. But you tend to forget yourself. Mm. 
you think of everything around you. And then when it comes to you, there's no you. And then I realized, you know what? I want to enjoy this year. I want to enjoy it. I want to, I got my license in diving. I started going diving. I do hiking trips. I do a lot of things with my kids. And I make sure I spend more time with them. And I always say work doesn't end. I used to work long hours. And I realized I'm missing out with my kids and they're growing. And I was like, you know, I need to balance. How can I balance? Alhamdulillah, I have a very supportive family. But regardless what, your children want, want you around them. So there's a, the best of both lives. And live it the way you want. I always say when someone talks to me, I was like, it is your life. You have to live it the way you want. But I'm becoming chaos around you. Why are you, why you're doing this? Why? But at the end, it is you. Yeah. You work. You raise your kids. And then when, when is the you part? When do you, like, I always say, don't be selfish to yourself. Love yourself. All right. With what thoughts do you start an endeavor? I'm a type of person when I want to get things done, I list things, what I want to do. Okay. I, I tend to list. I like writing. Okay. And then tick off, tick off, done, done, done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's say it in this way. Since you said you manifest whatever you want, before starting a job, would you try to manifest the outcome other than writing it off in a way? <laughs> no, I think with work, it's a completely different thing. I used to be in the public sector, moved eight years private sector, and then back to the public sector to manage uh, a couple of governmental entities. And I think the phase I am in now as a job, I think, is very challenging. Mm. And it gives me a part of have being or having the experience in the private sector and embedding it in the public sector. Okay. So I always say, be commercially driven on the way you want to give your offerings. Would you practice prayer, meditation, and or visualization that helps you in achieving goals? Alhamdulillah, um, for some reason, yoga stresses me. Stresses you? Yoga, I cannot do yoga. Yoga stresses me. I don't know why. And I can't sit still. This is my, this is. Okay. So... Uh, And I love traveling. So when I want to zen out, I just travel. If I go for two days, I just zen out. I read about you that you would go for 10 days to New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This hasn't happened in two years with COVID. That's about to happen. Maybe. I think a ritual I've used to, I used to have. I used to travel like for 10 days, completely switch off, enjoy New York and back. And I miss those days. But I've, I've, I've been doing a lot of traveling, honestly. Okay, um, I think it's kind of a practice that some people, um, for them to excel in the way in whatever they do, they take that, let's say, zen out moments to break free from their work, from the environment of work, maybe to freshen up or to do, to think or brainstorm or whatever, or to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> to work, maybe gain some sort of, uh, I wouldn't say sanity, but then to, to recapture themselves in a way life has become so quick in a way you can't imagine you know any when i think i was like today's the end of the week how mm. and people do it in different ways to me my zen out moment is traveling not because sometimes when you're out of your environment mm. you tend to think clearly yeah. of things you want to do mm-hmm. and your mind is not overloaded with tasks you have to do. 
this is the way I see it. Okay, so if someone who cannot sit still, let's say, you said you can sit still as a yoga. Some people, mm. apparently, it's better for them to sit still, even if they're hyperactive. Would it be better for them to, let's say, go for travel or go for running instead? Maybe that's the hyperactivity would help them think clearer. I think every every person is different. True. Someone might say, I want to go swimming. Someone might say, I want to go for a walk. Someone might say, I want to go for a run. Yeah. Some might, someone might say, I want to be around people. So everyone perceives it. Everyone is different. And I have friends who say, I can't be alone. Like, it's yeah. them. I, I, if, I, if, I, if, if I'm alone, I'm, I'm going to go crazy. Okay. We don't want that, though. <laughs> <laughs> what repeated tasks and steps you intentionally do as a ritual, routine, and method to cultivate focus, productivity, and goal manifestation? As I mentioned earlier, I write my tasks. Okay. I, like, I, te- I tend to write what I want, what I need to be done, hmm. be it on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So if okay. you'd see my calendar, I have everything dotted down of things. I, I like, specific, like on specific dates, I need to do things. And would you keep them like in a nearby site where you can remind yourself of them or? Outlook, the calendar, <laughs> <laughs> my phone calendar. And I have a notebook, which I usually t- note things down of things I need to get done. And this is, in a sense, a follow-up to what you just said. Um, would you have environmental cues to help you in achieving your goals? For example, I usually say such as written statements, maybe vision boards. Or, as I said, maybe having something in plain sight. For example, I have to do X and put it on a billboard, for instance. You know, sometimes reading a book gives you a lot of insights and things you want to do. Gives you a different way of thinking, I would say. Okay. On codes or situations you've read. And sometimes you would say, if I do it this way, how would it be? Hmm. Not specific codes, honestly. It's just perception. I would say perception. Perception, honestly. Okay. And this is like a continuous question. Yeah. A very long, lengthy question. Would you design or go, out to, go, or go to a place that boosts your performance? I always, as I mentioned... The group I'm in now is the Soul Brain Juice Group. Okay. We level up as women. Okay. We do a lot of activities. Okay. And it's very interesting. So last week we went to a session around on stocks. Okay. Yesterday there was, there was a session on real estate. Okay. So it's always ongoing learning. So the purpose of this is how can we elevate yourself rather than thinking, oh, I want to go to this cafe. I want to sit. I want to have my coffee. You know, yeah. or, I want to go to this restaurant. No, Why? Why is it always around food? Why can't it be around content? Food makes people happy. Of course. (laughs) I don't say no. But you know, sometimes it's... um, And we tend to go to places that has a story. You know, when we go to a place, meet a restaurant that has a story, something something with a unique experience or doing activities together, like a hiking trip somewhere for four days or traveling or... It's just leveling up yourself. There was this thing that I read since you mentioned coach, which is first you create a habit and then the habit creates you. And there are certain things probably if, if you read about productivity books or etc., they mention a lot about how you can cultivate the environment to help you put yourself in that state of flow. And if you know, if you add that to your, let's say, to your peak hour, in which that you're very focused in doing a certain task without any distractions, without maybe other people, then you could achieve in that small amount of time, uh, 
time. Small amount of time. <laughs> um, uh, a lot, or let's say 100%, 200%, and compared with the full day. So would you do So, that? okay. So funny enough, a few days ago, one of my team members were like talking to me and saying, "Do you, is, is ticking in, ticking out mandatory for us or productivity? I was like, to me, I was like, to me, if you, if, if it's not a, as a policy, I would say someone could work like for five hours and be much more productive than a person who works for eight hours. Mm. To me is what you achieve. Have you achieved your KPIs or overachieved your KPIs? This is what matters to me. How productive and efficient is this person? And I always say lead by example. Okay. You want your team to be the way you are. You have to lead by example. Okay. Be very precise on what your, your needs are or wants are in a project. And uh, take, roll your sleeves and work. <laughs> okay, and... What would you do, let's say, if you want to have, based on the KPIs, to, let's say, work four hours and achieve an equivalent of eight hours? Is there something specific that you do? You have to be precise on what you want, on productivity. Mm. So if I, want, uh, if I require X things to be done during this time, you have to, be, you put a, you have to put achievable goals to be able to do it. Okay. You can't say, I want to write a book in a day. You have, to, I don't know, you have to be up 24 hours. It will never happen. So you have, to, you have to be realistic on what you set. All right. What beliefs, habits, and behaviors adopted recently improved your life greatly? Other than joining the woman. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I'm, I'm very structured in a way. I know I'm going to wake up this time. I'm going to work out, shower, go to the office. I think my day during the week is sort of a routine because it's very structured. Okay. Weekends, I try to get out of the box. Some people tend not to work on routine, but to me, I find it much more structure, structured for the way of thinking for me, Anna. Hmm. And if I wouldn't say if I get out of the routine, it's going to be different, but I tend to prefer to have something that's very structured in, in my daily, daily thing. This is interesting because it says when you make a routine, then you're freeing up your mind. You would know exactly what you're going to do next in a way, you know, like, for example, if you have specific time, then you know that you will go there. Then you're freeing up your mental space or your mind to do other stuff. Okay, because there are things on, and if, if I say the, the, the daily thing, there are family commitments, okay. work commitments, social commitments, time for yourself. Okay. But there should be a balance. Yeah. It's, it shouldn't be only social commitments, work commitments, and you forget family. And you know what I mean? Yeah. You should balance that your day has to be very balanced. How would you suggest people to balance their work balance or their work, social life, themselves, or their own personal life, and then family life or community life together? If I would go back, yeah. the old idea. Okay. I used to work 24 hours. Okay. And I used to drain myself with work. And then I realized I'm missing out a lot. I, I, for, I, I forgot myself. I'm missing out on my kids. And it really hurt me one day when my daughter was like, all the mothers are with their kids mm-hmm. on holidays. Like, when they, like it was a two-week holiday and I had work. And she was with my mom in Dubai. And she's like to me, all the moms are here with their, with their daughters and you're not, you're not here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is not right. I can't do this. And uh, you will miss the time, that, and then you, you reach a point here where you're, you would re- regret and say, I wish I did. And then I wish would never be there. Okay. And when challenges, you talked about challenges yeah. earlier, and fears or failures hit, what steps are taken? And is there any questions you ask yourself? 
There's always plan A and plan B. There's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, shuf, there is no one that has ever been challenged. There is no one that has never failed. But I, I told you at the beginning, when you fail, you learn from your failure. And I, I admit, I failed in many things. And I learned from these failures. Would I repeat them again? No. And when challenges ar- arise, I tend to mind map, put solutions, yeah. <laughs> put solutions. What could I do? I'm imagining. <laughs> what could I do? What is the best way around it? And how can I overcome it? Um, what three concepts, beliefs, and habits should others adopt? Honestly, I have nothing in mind, you know, but uh, karma. I always believe in karma. I know. <laughs> what goes around comes around. <laughs> yeah. Um, I always tell people, help, give. It's not wrong. Hmm. Um, lead by example. Help people around you. I have nothing specific in mind, honestly. So I think um, doing good and good will come back to you yeah. is, is, is a very good approach to life in general. Yeah. Kindness. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, kindness. Today, when you walk out, the first person you say, you say, how are you? <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> and see the smile on the face. Maybe if they were, they weren't happy about See, well, let, trust me. <laughs> I'll be wearing a mask anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Fans would want to copy your footsteps. Where should they start? I wouldn't say copy. Be better. Learn. Okay. I always, and had them when uh, I had this uh, this uh, young girl approach me. She's like, I want to be like you. I was like, why can't you be better than me? Hmm. And I've, I've learned. I've failed. I've cried. Hmm. I've achieved, alhamdulillah. I've achieved on, on different levels, alhamdulillah. And it's a blessing. Uh, but it, it, was not, it was not an easy journey, trust me. It was not. <laughs> All right, Talia. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for being here. And thank you for these interesting questions. <laughs> You're most welcome. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.